MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And a big thanks to the two gentlemen that joined me in our number one. Will Hill, aka not the Will Hill, wound up joining me, does absolutely amazing work with Point Spread Weekly, the publication that we do over here at VSIN. And then we also had Vinny Maliulo, better known as VSIN Vinny. He joined me, does great work over there at Gone Gaming. So big thanks to both of them for joining me in the first hour. And here in hour number two, going to be taking quite a look at the ball diamond, take a look at what we're going to be getting on Sunday, and also take a look at just the games that are live as well. Also give you a little bit of an update as to what we're getting in Grizzlies versus Timberwolves as that's in progress as well. And got to give a shout out to everyone behind the scenes that is making everything possible here on the show today. You've got my wonderful pr- producer, Brian Always does a great job. He, like myself, a Green Bay Packers fan. So we are both hoping that a wide receiver winds up getting taken in the first round. And we both know that that's not the case because the last first round wide receiver, the Green Bay Packers took is Javon Walker. And instead, they're probably going to take some dude with a fourth round grade on them that they could have gotten day number two because that's just the way the Packers operate. And I'm a Green Bay Packers shareholder. So that always makes me very, very happy. So That'll just rub a little bit more salt in the wounds, but myself and Brian will be able to lament that together. And then you've also got Mikhail who always gets me set up on audio. 
does a great job every single time out. Nick is our technical director. Oliver posts up all the hours that we wind up having with regards to all of our shows at vsa.com slash podcast. You miss anything in this show. You miss anything with regards to things like follow the money. List goes on and on. We've got every hour, every single day posted up there. And you've also got my baseball podcast, the baseball betting show posted up there on the visa best bets feed as well. Visa.com slash podcast. So we've got you covered with a little bit of everything, but before we wind up diving into a little bit of baseball, if you're taking a look to jump in live on this Timberwolves versus Grizzlies game right now, Timberwolves, they find themselves with an eight-point lead. They've been able to separate here in the early part of the second quarter. You're finding this game right around seven minutes remaining in the second quarter. It is 42 to 34. And right now, if you're looking to jump in on this thing live, you're able to get the Grizzlies at plus four and a half. You'd be laying minus 120 juice at DraftKings. Total on this game. 227 and a half. It's been a little bit of a lower scoring second quarter there. And if you're looking to jump in live on a little bit of baseball as well, because you know there are folks that may like to be able to do so. Well, when it comes to the Marlins versus Braves, the only thing that you're able to take is a money line, and you'd have to lay minus 2,400 to be able to jump in on the Miami Marlins. Currently nine to seven in the ninth inning. So looking like the Marlins are going to be able to get the job done there. The other games, you got a little bit more action there. Right now, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They lead the New York Metropolitans by kind of five to two this game currently in the eighth inning. So we've got ourselves a situation which Trevor Williams did not wind up lending the world's greatest of starts and it has been a little bit of a rough go for them. And if you're looking to take the Mets as a plus two and a half run underdog, right now you're able to get them at a plus 165. So not a lot to be had there. Baltimore Orioles find themselves as a little bit of an underdog now after the LA Angels after being down by 2-0 to zero to start out this game, they've been able to make a little bit of a rally. 4-2 is the score in the top of the seventh inning, and what I think is actually of significance is the fact that this is a total that it wound up being one that wound up teeter-tottering a little bit coming into the day, and right now you've got a Orioles team that they have played one over for the entirety of the season. Bullpen actually has not been too bad. Right now the live total that you're finding, it is 8.5. This is a game which... If you're looking at the closing total that you want to getting in this Orioles versus LA Angels game, eight and a half. So going to be interesting to see if we wind up getting our second over in a Baltimore Orioles game this season as they do have a man on first base. So we're going to be taking a look there as Noah throws to the guard, relatively solid start here for the LA Angels. And then you've also got the Seattle Mariners and the Kansas City Royals doing battle. And it's been all about the Mariners thus far. Five to four or five to one, I should say. They're currently leading in the top of the fifth inning as first with a K, Bubich. Not necessarily a great start for him as he wound up giving up four runs in the first three innings of this one. Really wound up lighting game on fire. A little bit, Marco Gonzalez has been a little bit of an up and down starter for the Seattle Mariners. Was able to get the job done a little bit earlier yesterday. And then today we've had Matt Brash come out. Wound up doing a relatively solid job for the Seattle Mariners. Just wound up getting lifted after four and a third innings as it's Matthew Festa. It is always a Festa when he's out there. He is going to be going for the Seattle Mariners. And, well, hey, for Brash, he wanted going over double the length of Chris with a K. Bubich as he wanted giving up all five of those runs in two-plus innings. So, not necessarily a great outing out there. And when it comes to baseball, coming into Saturday, we did wind up seeing 62% of games go under the total. I was anticipating a little bit of a bounce back for overs thus far. Overs have been able to do a relatively solid job. Looks a little bit more demonstrative than what it was, though, because you wound up seeing the 
or 21 run outbursts for the Chicago Cubs. And then the Detroit Tigers, they wound up putting a 13-0 pounding on the Colorado Rockies in game number one. But you saw that game two of that double dip go under. Rays versus Red Sox in 10 innings. That game winds up going under. Cardinals kept things under. Rangers keep things under. The Blue Jays and the Astros. That was another under for you. So we've seen still the unders wind up coming through like wildfire. And for the DK Nation pick that I'm going to be giving out for Sunday, I'm going to be taking a little bit of a look at and over. I want teasing this a little bit while we wind up having Will Hill on in the first hour, but cannot trust in Garrett Cole right now. This is a game which is going to be going down relatively early. This is going to be a 10.35 a.m. Pacific, 1.35 p.m. Eastern time for his pitch. 9.17, 9.18 on the betting board. Guardians on the road facing off against the Yankees. Right now, you're finding a total of seven on this one. Over in a lot of places, anywhere between minus 115, and I'm now seeing a size of minus 125. So we are seeing this total rise up quite a bit, but that said, we're seeing mostly sevens out there, and with the Cleveland Guardians, you're going to be finding them at a plus 175 at DraftKings, other places. I think closer to a plus 185, and for the Yankees, playing minus 210 with them, and there's just no taking the New York Yankees with Garrett Cole right now. Now, do I think that he's going to lend a better start than he did the last time out? Yes, because you really can't do worse than getting five outs while giving up five walks. That was the worst start of Garrett Cole's career, and I'm really not even joking when I'm saying it. It was literally the worst start of his career. And for the Cleveland Guardians, the team is actually number two in the league when it comes to batting average or rating at 273. Now, I don't know if Stephen Kwan is going to be able to keep up north of the 300. You've had Owen Miller out of the fold due to, I believe it's COVID-19 concerns with him. So that's been something that has actually been prevalent here in the MLB this season. But you do take a look at what you've been able to get out of the Guardians. They've been able to do a rock-solid job of being a reach base. Jose Ramirez has been able to give you four home runs this season. He's got 20 RBI. And to put that into a perspective, Jose Ramirez currently has 20 RBI. He's got... 20 RBI while th- there are three teams currently in Major League Baseball that have not even doubled the amount of runs batted in as an entirety of a team. The Cincinnati Reds, the Baltimore Orioles, and the Kansas City Royals all have below 40 RBI as individual teams. So it's been really interesting to take a look at that. But you do take a look at this New York Yankees team. The one thing that you do have trepidation with when it comes to maybe taking a little bit of an over in this spot is that this Yankees bullpen has been lights out because I mentioned it with Garrett Cole in his last start, just the piece of garbage that he wound up throwing out there. But after that, the bullpen wound up going seven and a third innings scoreless. So to the credit of the New York Yankees, the bullpen has been great. Jonathan Wisego wound up having a little bit of a rough go of it last week while he was playing out there against the Baltimore Orioles. But really past that, all these guys have been good. Our oldest Chapman wound up having a little bit of a rough COVID towards the beginning of the season. He's been able to rein it in a little bit more. You take a look at what you've been able to get out of someone like a Lucas Lukey. He's been lights out for this team. Even Wandy Peralta has been solid as it's a Yankees bullpen. That's 226 with regards to their ERA. That is number four out there in the big leagues. And then you do take a look at the Cleveland Guardians. Been a little bit teeter-totter-ish with this team. And part of the handicap as well is taking a look at the guys that wind up getting used up in the bullpen. Emmanuel Classe, who is legitimately one of the best closers out there in the big leagues. He did wind up coming into the game, which the Guardians wound up losing by kind of 5-4 to four on Saturday against the New York Yankees. I'm getting used up. That's a little bit of a concern for the Guardians. They're about a league average bullpen. They're 16th in the league, 342 ERA. So it's not like they have been absolutely tremendous. They certainly have been not hot garbage either. So 
got a little bit of a middle of the road bullpen and you got to feel like the New York Yankees are going to start hitting. I'm not saying that this is going to be a Yankees team that when it's all said and done, they're going to be like even a top 10 offense or anything of that nature, because you do have out there guys like a Joey Gallo, who we know that he's going to be able to hit his home runs during the season, but we also know that he's going to be taking his strikeouts. The Yankees currently 19th and like with regards batting average at a 225, but Anthony Rizzo, he's been able to provide four home runs and the only much maligned guys like and Aaron Hicks has been able to uh, 275 for this team. He's actually been halfway decent being over each base. John Carlos Stanton needs to pick it up a little bit more. It's been a case of which Aaron Judge has been able to get on base. Hasn't necessarily shown a lot of power, but I do take a look at this Yankees team, and I do think that they're going to get online against a guy in Aaron Savali that I'm just not necessarily high on. We could poo-poo Garrett Cole, and I mean, rightfully so, ever since really, I would say, late July of last year. So if you take a look at his last 17 starts overall, Garrett Cole, he's got an ERA of a 450 in that time span. He has pitched 96 innings. He has given up 16 home runs. So he has been far from great. But how about if we wind up throwing a little bit of shade to Aaron Savali where it's deserved? This guy wound up going 12 and 5 last year, but with that 12 and 5, he posted up a 384 ERA, giving up 1.7 home runs per nine innings with 7.2 strikeouts. Guy, in my opinion, got relatively lucky, wound up having a 384 ERA, wound up having a 483 fielding independent. This guy is doing for some really bad regression. I mean, just the way that he winds up pitching in general, doesn't wind up getting a lot of strikeouts, gives up quite a bit of hard contact. Not a guy that is going to go out there and light the world on fire. That is a little bit of an issue, in my opinion. And you take a look at what you've gotten out of him in the first two starts of the season. He's giving up nearly 10 hits per nine innings, 7.1 innings. Has already given up a bomb, eight runs in total. So I take a look at the spot. DK Nation pick is going to be on the over. I do think that you can't wind up giving this respect to Garrett Cole either. I'm willing to take a shot on the Guardians, but DK Nation pick is going to be on the over. And coming up next, we are going to be taking a look at what we're getting live in the NBA and take a little bit more of a look at the NFL draft as well. That's right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with long lasting change. Then take the Zin 10 challenge and switch up the way that you've been enjoying nicotine. It is available in varieties that taste great and strengths that vary a little bit. You're able to get a little bit more if you need a little bit more, a little bit less if you want that as well. Zin nicotine pouches deliver a smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. You're able to try Zin nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zin Net 10 challenge today at ZYN.com slash Chen. That is ZYN.com slash Chen. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 years or older who currently use nicotine or tobacco. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Peterson. And we were talking a little bit more in our number one with Vinny Maliula. Does a great job over there with Gone Gaming about the NFL draft. So we're going to be hitting upon that in a minute or two. I want to get you guys just re-racked as to what we're seeing in this Timberwolves versus Grizzlies game. 337 remaining in the second quarter. And it is the Grizzles that currently are behind by kind of 52 to 41. If you're looking at this game live right now, finding the Timberwolves as a six half point favorite live total. It's relatively where we want to close closing. This is a closing total. That was at two thirty-two and a half. right now. It's at a two thirty and a half. So a little bit of a haircut. If you're taking a look at the over, but we haven't seen much movement and it's been a very strange game. There's just, there's not been a lot of defense. I'm going to call it what it is. And you do take a look at really what's keeping Memphis in the game. Desmond Bain, 15 points. Got a minus two with regards to his plus minus. Meanwhile, darn near everyone else out there for the Memphis Grizzlies have not been able to get going. And here's the concern that you've got to have with the Memphis Grizzlies. Now he's done other things for the team, but John Morant currently has as many points as Greg Peterson in this game. He's got zero points, six assists, four rebounds. So once again, he's been able to do other things for the team, but you can't win having John Morant score zero points like this right now. And you take a look at the Minnesota Timberwolves and 
Stars have come out for this team. Carl Anthony Towns, along with Patrick Beverly, they both been able to put up 12 in this game, but a little bit of a silent performance thus far from Anthony Edwards, but Edwards has been able to do a good job creating some spacing, and Carl Anthony Towns just looked like the best player out there on the floor so far. So we're going to be taking a little bit more of a look at that, and we're going to be taking a little bit more of a look at the NFL draft as well, because it is out here in lovely Las Vegas. It is going to be getting started on Thursday, and I do think that it's going to be really intriguing to see what we wind up getting with this draft because I mentioned it a little bit earlier with Vinny. Typically, you wind up seeing a lot of quarterbacks towards the top of the heap with regards to where they're going to get drafted. Each out of the last seven drafts have had at least two quarterbacks, not just drafted in the first round, but drafted in the top 10. Now, what has become a little bit of a specialty is you typically wind up seeing a quarterback wind up going late in the first round that a team they want to be able to utilize that late draft pick on and they want to be able to have that extra year of protection that you wind up getting when you wind up drafting someone in the first year. You wind up getting that late player option on that guy. So that is something that you do want to be taking a look at. We wind up seeing that with the Packers a few years ago, taking Jordan Love, which right now myself and I mentioned a little bit earlier by producer Brian Ortega. We are both Packers fans and we're both wondering what wound up happening with that draft as that was a complete another stink bomb that they wound up throwing out there. But Right now, it is what it is there. You want to be obviously seeing that with Lamar Jackson. That one panning out a little bit more. And even if you want to go way back, Teddy Bridgewater, while he was drafted with the Minnesota Vikings, was a very late first-round pick guy that, if you look back at it, probably shouldn't have dropped as far. If it wasn't for that just very bad injury they wound up having with the Minnesota Vikings, who knows where his career would have went. But that, I think, is going to be very intriguing because right now, the props that you're seeing with regards to total quarterbacks, in a lot of places, it is two and a half, and right now on the juice, it is very, very much to the over of two and a half. And right now, first quarterback to be selected, Blake Wills, he's clocking in at minus 155. I do think that this is very fascinating because you do have Kenny Pickett sort of with those ties to the state of Carolina, wanted to playing out there in the ACC. So that is a little bit of something. If you're looking at the best overall prospect, I would say that it probably is Malik Willis. Matt Corral would probably be there, but as we know, you want to dealing with injury, and it could be a case in which I do think that there might be a little bit of upside if you are taking a look at Matt Corral perhaps being that guy that could wind up shaking things up. Right now, first quarterback to be selected, 18-1. I don't think that there's a lot of value here. Maybe with regards to, like, third quarterback selected at DraftKings, finding about a plus 450. Do I think that he could wind up going out of a guy like Desmond Ritter? I think that that's actually in the realm of possibility. Once again, number one, not so much. And it'll be a case which Matt Corral winds up being that guy that someone does wind up making that number 30, number 31 pick. If someone winds up trading up to the back half of the first round, that could be something that I think is very interesting because if you wind up trading up to the back half of the first round, that's one where you're not taking the number one, number two prospect, but you're looking to be able to get a little bit of a boom lane once again, with drafting a guy in the first round, you wind up getting that extra year of protection with them as well to be able to retain them. You wind up getting that player option. So I think that that is something that needs to come into play with regards to quarterbacks, but no doubt, this is a little bit of a down crop because I mean, even if you take a look at some of the guys like a Sam Howell that you're expecting to get drafted on day, on day two, Bailey Zappi, he's a guy that I think is very fascinating out of Western Kentucky, wound up putting up big numbers. But wanted putting up those big numbers against let's call it what it is not necessarily the world's greatest competition that is something that 
is going to be i think very fascinating as well but you do take a look at what we are going to be having a lot of in this draft and i call it a little bit more of a stake not so much sizzle draft because right now we're finding it with offensive linemen their overall draft total prop for the first round it is the highest of all of them at seven and a half now the over is quite juice currently at DraftKings at a plus 155 but i do think that there are going to be a lot of teams that are going to be winding up going out there and they're going to be drafting quite a few offensive linemen and what is always unique to the nfl draft i wound up talking about this a little bit earlier when i was filling in for scott seidenberg on the look at is that the juice is typically a little bit out of black a little bit more when it comes to the nfl draft you're going to be having to lay a little bit more when it comes to the juice and what i think is really big with regards to the nfl draft is rather than taking this from a game by game perspective because when it comes to things like the mlb i think that those three dollar favorites there's just not a lot of value there but sometimes the best value bets that you can find are actually on juicier plays like my first year out in las vegas was 2018. you may recall that that was the year of the conor mcgregor versus floyd mayweather fight one of the best bets i think i ever wound up getting value on that was when i wanted betting floyd mayweather at minus 400. i mean there was no ifs ands or buts about it Floyd Mayweather should not have been minus 400. That should have been 100 to 1 odds on Conor McGregor, in my opinion, because I mean, really the only way that McGregor was going to win that fight is if he wound up getting one super stinking lucky punch or there wound up being shady business. And I knew that there wasn't going to be any shady business. So that's just a case in which you sit there and you're like, yep, yeah, this certainly should not be minus 400. If you look at just what always people like to throw out there, the ROI, that's one of your best ROI picks right there, in my opinion. So that's what you've got to be taking a look at with regards to the draft don't be afraid to get a little bit chalky if you think that there's only there's there's going to be a case in which you wind up finding multiple safeties because right now safeties at DraftKings, the over under is one and a half it looks like it's pretty solid that there's probably going to be two that wind up going here in the first round that's at minus 285 but you have got a lot of conviction that there's no way that one of the safeties winds up falling out of the first round wind up taking that and if you think that it's very very likely unless we wind up getting some ridiculous trade at the back half of the first round that we do wind up seeing those two safeties there's a lot of value there now obviously you're able to find some long shots i mean we always see teams year in and year out they wind up going a little bit off the beaten path and for these i always think the best thing that you can do is wind up taking a look at a lot of these beat reporters gauging any sort of a draft whether it be the MLB draft, the NFL draft, the NBA draft, it's not necessarily about having to break down a whole bunch of film being like, oh, this guy for like a basketball example, I do a little bit more college basketball than I do college football, but it's not like, oh, this guy comes off of shuffle cuts really well. He's going to be a great fit for the Atlanta Hawks or something like that. It's like, oh, Woj said that there's interest in DeAndre Hunter and him getting drafted in the top five by the Atlanta Hawks. You know what? There might be a little bit of legs to this. I think that that's something that is very important. You take a look at a lot of these teams that they do wind up having a lot of beat reporters out there. Obviously, ESPN has quite a few guys like Mike Reese does a great job being able to follow the New England Patriots if you're looking for them. I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Rob Domowski is something that I wind up taking a look at. And then you've got places like the Green Bay Press Gazette, for example. They know more about the Green Bay Packers than anyone else. They are very local. They are boots on the ground. They know exactly what's going on. They're hearing more stuff than 
any of these national guys are able to. I think that those are really good follows for this week. When it comes to the NFL, take a look at a lot of these guys. Take a look at the reports. Don't bog yourself down trying to gauge 30 hours of film. That's what we've got a lot of our experts here at VEASAN doing, so that way you know exactly what you're getting. But just being able to take a look at a lot of these reports, you're able to get a good gauge if you're looking to take a look at some of these long shots. So a little bit of a recommendation there. And coming up next, we're going to take a little bit more of a look at the NBA playoffs, what we've got right now going down in Minnesota and turning it forward to Sunday right here on VEASAN, the Esports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is a great Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and got a lot to be able to unpack. Just wanted to taking a look at the NFL draft that's going to be happening out here in lovely Las Vegas this next week. But as of right now, we've got a lot of games that are going on right now and are going to be going down on Sunday as well as. We've got one playoff game that's happening in the NBA. This one is at the half as the Minnesota Timberwolves currently in the lead over the Memphis Grizzlies by a count of 60 to 56 at recess. And if you're looking at the total, it really has not moved. As for the full game, if you're looking to dive in right now, currently at a 234 and a half. Wound up closing at a 232 and a half and wound up having 116 points scored in the first half. So you wind up taking the first half. If you wind up getting the exact same amount of points in the second half, now line right on 232. So we've been seeing the bookmakers did a great job there. And then with regards to the spread, right now you're finding the Minnesota Timberwolves a one and a half point live favorite. So if you're looking at the second half line, and this would be for the second half and the second half only, a lot of places you're finding the Memphis Grizzlies as a two and a half point favorite. So I think that's going to be fascinating because John Morant just wound up having a clunker of a first half. When it comes to scoring, did a great job being able to do all the ball, did a good job of being able to get other guys involved, but only four points from John Morant in the first half. Eight assists, four rebounds, did wind up having just one turnover, so relatively clean and efficient there. But for the Minnesota Timberwolves, 10 to 19 from three point range, I've got to think that this is going to be drying up a little bit more. If I was looking anywhere on the total, I was looking under, and I still feel relatively solid about it because I do think that this is going to be a game which. You just aren't going to see these teams continue to shoot from three the way that they did in the first half, especially Desmond Bain. Right now, he is the only thing that is keeping Memphis in the game. 21 points, 6 of 7 from three-point range. Now, I do think that other guys are going to be able to come along for the ride. I expect a little bit more of a spirited second half here from John Morant. Xavier Tillman wound up having as many points as myself. You really don't rely upon him for too much scoring, but I think that you can expect a little bit more than a goose egg, but I now like what I've seen out of the Minnesota Timberwolves in the first half. I do think ultimately they wind up getting the win. I'd be staying away though, as I liked actually the Memphis Grizzlies coming into the game as well, but haven't necessarily liked as much of what I've seen out of them because well, it's been a really rough game here thus far and what we've been able to get out of John Morant from a scoring standpoint. So always want to be gauging that accordingly. And if you're taking a look at what we're getting in Major League Baseball this game, just wind up going final. The Atlanta Braves, they do wind up falling to the Miami Marlins by a count of 9-7. to seven. So, wind up taking that plus price here with the Miami Marlins. They were able to get it done. And then, we wound up seeing another underdog, the Arizona Diamondbacks. 5-2 to two winners over the New York Mets. And, hey, the Arizona Diamondbacks might have a little bit of something here with one Umberto Casianos. Wound up having four scoreless innings in his last start on Sunday. And, 
comes out today. Five innings pitch, two runs allowed. Now the Arizona Diamondbacks. The team is still hitting below the Mendoza line of 200, but they came out. They had 11 hits in this one, so they're improving a little bit. And for the New York Mets, Trevor Williams is not the answer as a starting pitcher. Now they are dealing with a couple of injuries when Jacob DeGrom winds up being able to come back. No question, Mr. Williams is not going to be starting for the team, but that's something to take note of. And I can't believe I'm saying this. We're not going to have too many too many opportunities to say this, but the Baltimore Orioles have come back to take a lead. Five to four. They're up on the Angels. This is their second over of the season for our good friends, the Baltimore Orioles. As right now, Dylan Tate is up in a big spot. Full count against Mike Trout with two outs. And looks like Mike Trout is going to punch out in this one. So Dylan Tate coming up big out there in the Baltimore Orioles bullpen. And for the Orioles, they have a with men in scoring position. They wound up getting a two-out RBI out of Ryan Mountcastle to be able to take the lead in this one as North North Syndergaard. Not a bad outing for him. Ryan's giving up two runs over the course of five and two-thirds innings, but Anthony Rendon, the biggest waste of money in baseball right now because Chris Davis has retired. He wound up having an error. His fourth of the season. Anthony Rendon wound up signing right around a $300 million contract. He's currently inning at 214. So if you're an Angels fan, boy. I feel sorry for you. That is not good right there. But man, for the Baltimore Orioles, as a north of a $2 underdog, currently they've got a lead, two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. So we're going to be keeping tabs of that and we're going to be keeping tabs of what we're going to be getting in the NBA on Sunday as well. As much like today, we're going to have a nice full slate of four games and going to be getting started out east as the Chicago Bulls are going to look to take advantage of a Bucks team that. They're going to be without Chris Middleton once again. They could not wind up doing so in the last game as the Bucks wanted coming out guns blazing in that one. And now the Bucks find themselves a four-point favorite going into game number four with a total on this game between 218.5 and, and 219. And case once again that I think that unders still have quite a bit of value here when it comes to the NBA. We just wind up seeing it in postseasons as a whole. You typically wind up seeing things, wind up getting slowed down just a little bit more. You wind up seeing the defense ratchet up just a tad so i think that that is a good place to be able to look with this one and just take a look at what we've gotten in the nba over last week this is with a few games pending but 15 unders is seven overs here in the last week plus of the nba so ever since the actual postseason and the playing games wound up fishing up about 68 percent of games have wound up going under the total here in the nba it's been a case in which you have been able to see quite a bit of success for favorites 15 and or 12 and 10 against the spread. They've been 15 and 7 straight up, so they've been able to get it done there. But I do take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks, even without having Chris Middleton out there. And he's going to be out for the remainder of this series. Got to figure that he's going to be out a good portion of whatever series the Bucks would wind up getting if they are able to survive and advance here against the Chicago Bulls. And I'll make it known, I think that they are going to be able to. But the big thing for the Bucks is being able to find a little bit of that rhythm and I do think that in game three where they really needed it, they were able to find those guys that were able to come in, be a little bit of plug and play guys. And what I found with the Milwaukee Bucks just a little bit earlier in this series is that they weren't going to their bench as much. They wound up in that game three utilizing Pat Connaughton relatively well. He was a big cog for the team when they wound up being able to win the title last season. I'm a little bit befuddled as to why Javon Carter wasn't getting more minutes. Not a guy that's going to go out there and give you a lot of scoring, but a very good defensive stopper for this Milwaukee Bucks team. We wound up seeing that on display as the Bulls were held to 81 points in that one. And 
Grayson Allen. Someone that while he was at Duke, I never thought that this guy was going to be making any sort of an impact whatsoever in the NBA. Five and seven from three point range. I don't think he's going to be able to duplicate that. It would be very unrealistic to think something like that, but the lineup of Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis being able to go with those two bigs with Lopez being a guy that's able to shoot threes, that worked out very well for the Milwaukee Bucks. And take a look at the Chicago Bulls team. I just feel like they rely a little bit too much on Durant and on DeMar DeRozan going into a little bit of takeover mode. Now, Zach Levine, he's able to bury a couple threes in his own right, but DeMar DeRozan is the guy that stirs the drink for this team. Wound up having just 11 points for the Chicago Bulls. Wound up having a bad game, and as a result, the Bulls, they wound up having no shot whatsoever. And with the Bulls, you need a little bit more reliability out of someone like a Kobe White off the bench. You do need those guys to be able to come through, and they were really banking big when they wound up drafting this guy just under two years ago, and Pat Williams be able to step up. He wound up seeing a start in 30 minutes. He had one point. He wound up having a couple good performances when he wanted coming back towards the end of the regular season. But for the Bulls to really be able to become a team that is going to be able to reach that next level, and I don't think that's going to be happening this year. I think that's going to be happening in future years. For one, getting back Lonzo Ball would be very massive for this next season because without him this year, you tell that this is a team that's struggling. Alex Caruso, a very good Swiss Army Knife guy, but you tell that there's just a little bit of a downgrade with regards to the way that the Bulls are able to shoot it from three-point range. But Pat Williams, guy that was banged up for much of the season, he's got very good athletic ability. He's got a lot of just raw talent in general. He just hasn't been able to hone it in. He doesn't know when he's able to just really push the accelerator. has had really bad selection in general. I see one of going 0 of 9 from the floor in that game as well. So I do take a look at it. I do think that the Bucks should be able to get it done. And I do think that the Bucks should be able to get it done rather comfortably here. I would be willing to lay a four now. You always want to be taking a look at these things in game because when it comes to most of these games, you didn't wind up seeing it as much in that Bucks versus Bulls game that we wound up having in game number three. But so many of these NBA playoff games, the team that you wind up betting on, some point they're probably going to be up by double digits. Some point they're probably going to be down by double digits. So being able to get an in-game number rather than laying the bucks at minus four, maybe you're able to get even money. Maybe you're able to get a minus one. That's just such a better value in my opinion. And I do think that that's a great way to be able to play the NBA, just be able to play the runs to your advantage rather than getting bogged down. That's like, oh, I bet the Milwaukee Bucks minus four pre-flop. They were up by 10. Then they were down by 10. Now they're up by 10 again. Oh boy, now they're down by seven and just having that teeter-totter that we wind up seeing in the NBA because every one of these teams, no matter how good or bad they are, they do wind up making a run. Instead of doing that, instead play it to your advantage. Take advantage of these runs when you wind up seeing some sort of an outlier where a team winds up going a little bit cold and you know that they're going to be able to heat up, wind up diving in there. So I do think that that is something to take a look at and Thing else to take a look at is we got a lot of great games in the MLB on Sunday. So how about if we wind up diving into some of the National League games next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Here at VSIN, we're going all in for the draft this next week here in fabulous Las Vegas tomorrow. So if you're out there on the East Coast, it's going to be pretty much relatively soon to tomorrow. It's going to be on Sunday. The special draft preview show is going to be going now. We've got Tim Murray along with Sean King breaking down all the first-round prospects and props that you're able to bet on. Expert guests include the legend himself, Brett Musburger, voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and then you got former NFL lineman Mike Golick along with his son, Mike Golick Jr. Both of those guys are tremendous. Beeson draft preview special going down 6 p.m. Eastern time. 
exclusively on VEASAN. And don't forget to download our NFL Draft Betting Guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything that you need to score big this draft NFL season. Download it for just $10 today, and you're able to find all this and so much more at VEASAN.com slash draft. As it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And taking a look at what we've got in Major League Baseball right now, we're going to be hitting upon previews for Sunday here in a second but just want to get you guys re-racked as I know that a few of you guys have pending bets right now and for the San Diego Padres they are currently tied with the LA Dodgers by a count of two to two Taylor Rogers currently on in a little bit of a sticky situation two men on base one out Cody Bellinger the resurgent Cody Bellinger coming to the plate as you Darvish wound up firing six scoreless settings and and from there, you wind up having Mr. Luis Garcia come in, give up two runs for the San Diego Padres, and, well, that's where we stand right now as the Dodgers have once again been able to have some good pitching performances out of the bullpen. Three and a third inning scoreless. Mitch White, Alex Vizio, Brissardo, Gratterall all come in for a scoreless inning, and Bill Pickford, who I just still remember because I'm someone from the state of Wisconsin. He was terrible with the Milwaukee Brewers, and somehow, someway, he's been great here for the LA Dodgers, so... Go figure there. We're going to be keeping you up to date there as looks like he winds up getting out of it. Double play for the Padres. So we go to the bottom of the ninth inning in that one. Baltimore Orioles, they are still in the lead over the LA Angels by a count of 5-4. to four. This is in the top of the eighth inning. And for the Orioles, you currently got men on first and third with Mike Myers. Nothing funny about the situation he's in. Trying to be able to hold down the four for the Angels. And if you wind up taking the over in Mariners versus the Royals, well... This has already gotten there. Six to four. The Seattle Mariners are currently in the lead as it was a very bad day for Chris with a K Bubich as he wanted coming in for the Royals as a starter. Gave up five runs in two plus innings. Matt Prash wanted giving up three runs for the Seattle Mariners as well. So not a great day for the starters as we have seen just a nice outburst of scoring in a lot of Seattle Mariners games thus far this season. The Texas Rangers series was able to provide a wide variety of opportunities for some overs. I know that they wanted playing a little bit of a higher scoring series against the Houston Astros as well. So they've been an intriguing team to take a look at. And it's going to be intriguing to take a look at them moving forward. But now we've got it on the National League games first. And we'll hit a little bit more on the American League games that we're going to be seeing on Sunday in the final hour. But how about if we wind up going with a team that I just feel like might be one of the worst out there in baseball right now. This is 905-906 on the betting board. The St. Louis Cardinals going to be in the road. They're going to be facing off against the Cincinnati Reds as we are on to Cincinnati. And they're on to Nick Lodolo getting the start against Adam Wainwright. And with the St. Louis Cardinals, they opened up minus 160. This got down to a really insulting price. This was a few hours ago. In a lot of spots, the Cardinals right around minus 140 to minus 145. Now we've seen this rebound a little bit more. Right now in a lot of places, you're finding a minus 148. Seeing a DraftKings of minus 155. And total on this game is 8.5. And, and the minus 155 that we're seeing at DraftKings, that pretty much be the max I'd be willing to lay. But I am willing to lay it semi-line at a minus 158. And if you're looking at a run line, by the way, I'm right now finding this run line of the St. Louis Cardinals in a lot of places a plus 105. And I still think that you're getting relatively solid value there. I'd be willing to lay a little bit of a price. Take a look at the Cincinnati Reds. Not only has this team been really bad at the money line, they've been losing uh, by multiple runs more than pretty much any other team out there in Major League Baseball. It has been a bad sight for them as 
Right now, they're dealing with a few injuries. Jonathan India currently out of the fold. The starting rotation stopping the same with Luis Castillo out of it. And just take a look at what they wind up throwing out there in their game on Saturday. And now you've got two guys that are hitting above a 250. And one of those guys is Kyle Farmer, who's hitting a 255. And then the other gentleman, he's currently hitting at 294, but he's not necessarily won their regulars in Aramis Garcia. So it's been a case in which the Reds hitting right around the Mendoza line of 200. They wound up getting completely shut out in this game. And for the Reds, now you have to go up against Adam Wainwright, the ultimate pro is pro. And do I think that the Reds are going to be able to get a little bit more online with their offense? Yes. And the big reason why is because it quite frankly can't get a whole heck of a lot worse. You take a look at it and this is a Red team that they have scored three runs or fewer in eight straight games. Meanwhile, they've given up at least four runs in all but one of them. So it's a case in which the pitching has been terrible and the offense bit has been even worse. You take a look at the spot and I am going to be taking a little bit more of a look at it and over because with the St. Louis Cardinals, you've got a lot of managers on this team that have been able to do a solid job. Nolan Arenado, already four home runs this season, has been hitting at just below a 400 thus far. 456 on base. Paul Goldschmidt, who wanted getting off to a little bit of a rough start to the year. He's gotten himself online. Tyler O'Neill is one of the best outfielders that you're able to find in the big leagues. And you've been doing this with a few guys like a Harrison Bader towards the bottom of the lineup. Not necessarily giving you a lot for the Reds. You gotta feel like Joey Votto is going to be able to get online in some former capacity. Guy that's hitting his sub buck 50 last year after the All-Star break. He wanted getting online. He did wind up having a rough start to the year last year as well. But I think that he realizes, oh, the Reds, they need me to hit a little bit better than a buck 54. And I do think that he's going to be able to do a little bit better in this spot. Nick Senzel, it's been tough for he, Tommy Pham, Arisidia Sakino. All three of these outfielders hitting a buck 33 or worse. So that's been an issue. You take a look at the St. Louis Cardinals bullpen and been relatively lights out. Giovanni Gallegos has been terrific for the team. Genesis Cabrera is able to give you good innings. DJ McFarland, a little bit of a forgotten man. He's had a sub three ERA since coming over to the St. Louis Cardinals. And for the Red Lakes, this is not a team that you necessarily want to be trusting in with regards to the bullpen as it's been a bunch that has not been able to get a lot with regards to their starting rotation either because they have been dealing with all those injuries and just Tyler Molly, his home and road splits. You want to making a home start a little bit earlier in this series. And this is someone that you always want to be trusting in him when he's on the road and at home, it's been a little bit of a hot mess with the Reds currently 25th out of 30 teams with regards to bullpen ERA. That is at a 431. So that's been a little bit of an issue for this team as well. I just don't think that there's really too much backing these Cincinnati Reds in this spot. I am willing to lay up to a minus 158 here with the Cardinals, so I'm going to be riding with them. I do think that the Reds offense is going to be bouncing back a little bit more, even with the Jonathan India injury, just because I do think that the Cardinals are going to be able to take it to Mr. Nick Lodolo, someone who really didn't pitch past double-A baseball before getting called up to the big leagues. That is a recipe for absolute disaster. He's got a north of 60 RA. Has not been able to command very well, giving up a lot of hard contact. So I think that this is a good spot here for an over. And I like the Cardinals to be able to win this game quite convincingly. So I'm going to lay the money line there. Now for those of you guys that are going to be looking to bet overnight baseball, if you're wondering, oh, why is there no run total with regards to this Pirates versus Chicago Cubs game? It is because oftentimes you do wind up seeing the total wind up getting posted up in the AM because the wind has a big giant hand to play in this. And if you're looking at the Wrigley Field win, what you want to finding on Saturday is that 
it was blowing out and it was blowing out very 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 heavily like 15 to 20 miles per hour when you wind up getting there in Wrigley that causes just a big giant adjustment to be made with regards to totals and you wind up seeing it the Cubs wind up putting up 21 runs and well you wind up seeing zero for the Pittsburgh Pirates I do think that you're going to see a little bit more offense here with the Pittsburgh Pirates as we do wind up going 907 908 on the betting board and right now with regards to the money line that you're seeing with the Chicago Cubs probably went up a little bit too lofty you're finding them at a minus 165 here at DraftKings and to take back on the Pittsburgh Pirates you'll be finding them anywhere between a plus 145 and a plus 155 and if we wind up getting up north of a plus 150 that is really my buy point when it comes to the Pittsburgh Pirates because you got a guy Justin Seal who he's going to be going for the Cubs and his career ERA is right around a four but if you take a look at what he's been doing for his career with regards to fielding independent, it's about a point higher. And I think that that is something that really needs to be gauged. He's someone that has been very much a pitcher contact guy. And it looks like the wind is going to be blowing out quite heavily on Sunday. Once again, it's a case in which you were seeing right around 15 to 20 mile per hour winds on Saturday on Sunday. It seems like it's going to be a little bit more tepid, but I'm seeing very, very early totals being set at a nine and i think that this is too low i'd be setting my total north of 10 with the current wind condition so if this comes out in the am and you're seeing a nine i certainly do like the over and i do think that there's going to be a little bit of value here with the fifth requires i'll dive into that a little bit more on the other side and take a look at more of what we're going to be getting in the mlb on sunday as well so time to bow around the buck goes next right here on vsin esports bank network MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.